Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is The Legend of Zelda Second Quest Part 2 for the NES. Welcome back, friends. This is part two, as Nick said, of Zelda's second quest. Last week, we talked about all the mechanics, the few things that have changed, and we even took you through a little bit of the uh, open world and into the first dungeon. Yeah, I think. So let's get right into it. All right, folks, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I would just like to start by saying that, yes, the bubbles are the worst thing in the second quest of this game. I did not understand how they worked, and <laughs> it caused me an hour of frustration. Oh, it's it's so cruel. Like, I, I remember them being worse, but I, I didn't remember the specifics until the first time you encounter them. Because, you know, for, for the listeners who have not beaten the second, or even played it, perhaps, uh, you know, in the first quest, a, a bubble, if you made contact with it, it would not damage you, but you would lose the ability to swing your sword for, I don't know, what, five, ten seconds? It's a long enough time to be pretty annoying. Yes, uh, frustrating, especially in a room full of other enemies. But here now you have a red and a blue bubble, mm-hmm. which and I did not really understand at first. And it, God, <laughs> I, I'll tell you my sad story in a moment. Sure. And so if a red bubble touches you, you lose your ability to strike the sword until you touch a blue bubble. And there's and no guarantee that there will be a blue bubble in the room <laughs> where you may lose your sword with the red bubbles. So frequently, there's like one room, say in a dungeon, where the blue bubbles are, and there's just red bubbles everywhere. So every time you touch one single bubble, you got to hike all the way back. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> and I thought that it was that you had to leave the dungeon. <laughs> well, that works. Your sword though, right? It does work, <laughs> but it's so annoying. It's not even <laughs> funny. Like, I... I left the dungeon so many times. So I was like, ah, oh, dang it. That I was just like, should I just start save stating at the beginning of the dungeon? And then if I hit a bubble, I'm like, no, but then I've lost too much uh, progress. Mm-hmm. I was like, this just stinks so bad. Oh, that's where I, I would really and, want the rewind feature. <laughs> oh, trust me. That's, I got a lot of use out of that rewind feature later on because of the same thing. And it wasn't until I accidentally, I hit, got hit by a blue bubble and I was just like, Rrr. and I was like, wait, I just sorted again. I was like, oh and like like i wish if i was in a cartoon it would have been the saddest light bulb you've ever seen on top of my head like i just was like uh not only did i waste an hour of my life like going out the exit coming back in but i was like i'm so dumb like i could have just looked any of this up i thought about the whistle too later but yeah that's horrible i hate them they're so annoying and not just that but i mean man this game throws just every room towards the end is like oh were you okay with two whiz robes how about eight there's eight now in every room. Yeah, man, it's it's rough. Like it's almost shocking when I went into the first dungeon and I was like, whoa, there's like blue gorillas and Maldor, like all these where it's like we're not wasting around with any of the weak enemies anymore. No. Like they're we're trying to kill you. <laughs> like when you see bats in a room and just bats, you're like, oh yes. Yeah. I it feels feel like, like I've just somebody handed me a bowl of ice cream. I was like, <laughs> yes, the dessert. Thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. And there's like two rooms with uh, blobs in them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're all they're the big blobs to start with. But either way, I was like, oh, geez. And then even the snakes are worse. 
Oh yeah, they're they're like flashing now. Yeah, and I didn't know what that meant. I was like, oh my god, why are these flashing? Like I was so afraid of them. Yeah, yeah, and or and the Stalfos shoot sword beams out. Yeah. What now the snakes? What is the difference between them? They're just more aggro. I th- I think I don't I don't remember exactly. I th- they take more hits to kill. They do. Yeah. I apologize for that timer. It's okay. Uh, the coat of my the sealant is dry. Oh. On my awesome. floor, the new house. So sweet. After this, I get to go sand it and then eat off of it. I mean, it, 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 right? it'll be smooth enough and clean enough after yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I clean this floor so many times. You can christen this maiden voyage. Put eat some spaghetti off the floor. Take some pictures. Uh, put it on Instagram. Well, if only I had a pizza thrower uh, to sit <laughs> next to me while I did it. Oh. Uh, I saw one at the toy show I was at a couple weeks ago, and I thought about it. A little too pricey, though. Oh, I, yeah, I can only imagine a motorized toy like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of these enemies, they just are upgraded in a way that is like one notch of dastardly. Oh, definitely. At least one. <laughs> uh, so tons of wizard robes. You know, the funny part is, is like at some point they throw a lot more dark nuts at you. And I'm like, meh. Luckily, they're, they're slow. Like I can handle 100 dark nuts because you they're can not, get yeah. out of their way. It's those rooms full of wizard robes, man, that just, oh, they got me so much because the whole they're teleporting their movement is so erratic like to me the real key factor was like you really have to be able to hit them when they're teleporting across the room and there's a subtlety to like the red ones won't walk into you but the blue ones will i think yeah yeah so it's like you have to know that and honestly i'm not gonna lie the majority of time i had to fight them I was hiding in a doorway. Hey, that's a, it's an important strategy. I know exactly how far to get back in a doorway now without scrolling to a different (laughs) room, like to the pixel. And you have to, because those blue wizard robes will come into that doorway further than any other creature to hit. They they are the foulest of the foul. They will get up in there. Like I, I, a few times I I did this in rooms that were mixed where you have blue and orange wizard robes where you come in because the orange ones will typically spawn or or kind of appear near you a few Uh tiles away it'll be one or two and it's like you know see if you have the magic sword you can usually get them in one hit so run out and kill those then leave the room and come back and hope that the blue ones some of them will respawn they'll show up as orange ones and then you kill those and repeat i didn't know that was a possibility it's they have to be mixed ones but if it's a room full of all blue ones which most of them are pretty you know when you really want to use the trick it doesn't really help there gotcha now so for me it was similar i would just retreat into the doorway and then run out run back run out run back you know hoping they would be within like the three squares in front of the door that i could run out and get a hit on yeah because even though i was cheating i still didn't have that my magic sword nearly as much as i wanted i wasn't like oh i'll never take a hit because lord i would i'd be playing this game still if i did that right 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 well it's it is it's a tougher game because you you don't get your your heart containers, you know, well, yeah, you can get your ladder just like before and go into, you know, to get that one. But, you know, like we mentioned, there's the ones that are you need the whistle to use. I don't, you know, they're you know, you don't get the ladder to like level six, like the items no. that you need to get to the heart containers. You know, it's not just bombs and the candles anymore or you, yeah. you need better items to get them. So you have to wait longer to upgrade your swords, especially there's, the magic sword. I think there's only two freebie heart containers on the map before level six, before you get the items level six allows you to use to explore to the other ones. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really do it this time, but in future future second quest playthroughs i'll definitely look at 
trying to just get an item out of a dungeon ahead of time. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. Like, you don't get the and, wand to, like, level eight. Like it, <laughs> And spoiler yeah. alert, I, I would, I'm totally going back. I'm going to be playing this game again. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I mean... I mean, I, we both have played Zelda 1's first quest innumerable times. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice to have something new to play. Like, I, I had a great time, even though I wasn't making very much progress. Because, you know, I, I'm trying to think. I, I played this over the course of a solid week or eight days, maybe even 10 days, you know. Um, yeah. But, but I, I really just kind of took my time with it. You know, there's not as many rupees. So, you know, I think we both kind of, I, I, I don't know, you mentioned doing a lot more rupee grinding. And I was just having a good time doing it too. Just poking around. I was bur- burning different, you know, burning all the trees, just trying, you know, stuff that I haven't done. And, yeah. you know, I truly exploring for once, you know. Yeah, and for me, it's a it, this game came in a very weird spot in my life. Um, if you listen <laughs> to our off-duty episode, or possibly another one coming up, you may know that I am in the process of renovating a house by myself. I am utilizing my children and uh, spouse for labor, <laughs> but the vast majority of it is uh, just just me foolishly renovating an entire house that I took down to to studs, stripped out the electrical, bringing it back up. Yeah, and man. Because of that. I have done literally almost no gaming. Like when I'm done for the day, like I'm done. Like I, I have oh, no energy yeah. or I, <laughs> I could barely watch anything. I'm just so like drained, you know, <laughs> it's bizarre. Like, I, so I haven't been playing like any video games at all, uh, oh. which is bizarre for me. And then, so this is it. This was like the game I was playing for like two or three weeks. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. And so like I'd have half an hour. I'm like, I'm just going to run around. Like I'm not even going to that dungeon. I'm just going to like get some money, grind or whatever. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very weird to be have a game operate in that space for me. But it was also because of that, like, fun. I was like, I wasn't as like worried about like, OK, I got to get to this point. I got to do this thing. I'm like, I'm just going to walk around this map for 20 minutes and get rupees or whatever. Yeah. Uh, side note, this is also, you know, I do play Zelda quite often, but usually um, I play it the past year or two uh, on. I'm, gonna sh- I'm holding up to the camera my Zelda game and watch here. Yeah. That uh, I lovingly made a special case for. Uh, but because of that, I never really play with the sound on it as much. Oh, okay. Because I'm usually playing it in public while I'm like in the car waiting or whatever. I got the radio on, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just funny because one thing about myself is I, especially now that I'm older, I love customizing things for myself. I love having this bespoke experience. I I'm old enough where I'm like, hey, if I'm gonna have a thing, I want it to be exactly the way I want. And that doesn't mean fancy or whatever. It just means specific to the way I like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a nerd. I. I I'll cut tags off of things and put my own tags on them. <laughs> That's the level I go. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, I have all my contacts in my phone, my close friends, family, whatever. Everyone has their own ringtone. Everyone has their own text tone. Right. right. So when a uh, sound goes off, I know instantly, oh, that's someone calling me. That's so-and-so texting me. And oddly enough, not oddly, uh, what I try to do is everyone has either their favorite game series or whatever. That's what I pull from for their text sound. Oh, sure. Yeah. So a uh, friend of the show, Bill, you know, it's uh, the Castlevania whip whoosh, when he, he oh, texts right, me. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you text me, it is the coin sound of Zelda. Oh, okay, cool. So it was really weird, though, hearing that a whole bunch. And I was like, it. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Normally, that's you texting me. But otherwise, it, while I was playing the game, it was throwing me off. There, like, so. And since you played it in silence so many. Yeah, it had been separated <laughs> for so long. That I, I would just every once in a while be like, huh, where's my phone? No, it's the game. OK, <laughs> uh, don't worry, though. Your ringtone uh, is it, it, still the Mr. Belvedere. Theme song. <laughs> hey, man, streaks on the China. Never mattered before. Who cares? 
but uh you know all in all i think i really had a lot more fun with this uh, quest than i expected to i i thought it was gonna be more of a grind yeah yeah and there is definitely a harshness to it that is brutal well yeah especially in the dungeons i you know the well the overhead map is you know switched up a little bit it, it's not that much harder necessarily no. but it's like when you get in there it's woof it's tough well and here's the thing and the, the thing that i thought was really funny was that they really like know how to play with you with those dungeons because dungeon one not too big yeah yeah dungeon two pretty big you're like oh this is getting intense and then they're like dungeon three piece of cake it's only like 10 less than 10 rooms yeah yeah it's a little l they're messing and with you're you like, oh cool this isn't too bad level four boom huge again you're like geez louise they give you a little breather level five and you're like okay i see what they're doing we're going back and forth this isn't too bad just kidding level six on you are just hitting a, a wall of the reason those first ones are so small was just so the last three could be so big right no but the dungeons design themselves like they they know what you expect they toy with you like when you know where the triforce is but you might not know where the boss is. You know what I mean? Like, which side is it on where it will seem obvious? They they play with your expectations. Because yeah. the one time I didn't get the compass, I beat the boss, and there's no Triforce there. <laughs> I was like, what is this crap? I was so, so confused. It's below the belts. And then, I mean, we'll get to it, but I, I, I had to leave that dungeon and go back after that. Oh, the worst, man. You got to fight all the monsters again. Yeah. Which is no small feat. No second well, the good quest. news is at least once you go back in, the doors are usually unlocked that you have, you know, dealt with. So yeah. you can kind of, I mean, I've got really good at running through rooms. Yeah. If you don't need to trigger if anything. I, <laughs> if I didn't need anything out of that room, goodbye. I'm, I'm running. It's not worth it. Definitely not. This is it. We're continuing the level by level portion of the show. Yeah. So we just rolled out of that first dungeon. You got a taste of how different things can be here in the second quest. Yeah, a taste. There's a lot more. To <laughs> a lot more to come. Yes. Uh, just a little bit to whet your appetite. <laughs> and now we move on to the second dungeon. Now, is there any big things you want to do on your way there? Um, I mean, you know, there's the one heart I think you can get before this somewhere, but. We haven't gotten any more items to really change it, so I, I kind of just rolled straight on in when I was playing. Yeah, same. So, Nick, where is the second dungeon? Well, sir, this dungeon is in the location that was where we got the blue ring in the first quest. It's kind of, uh, you know, to the west of the whatever central lake. You, you know, you cross your little bridge and you head north a couple screens and there's a a little dead end with some of those Armos statues and blue levers. And that's where the entrance is hidden. Yes, indeed. And once you are in this dungeon, you'll find it is a green dungeon. Mm -hmm. A few new enemies that we're encountering here. Sure. Uh, we have, I mean, they're all classics. So I was going to say some classics, but since this is the first game, every one of them is a classic. <laughs> and uh, right away you encounter the, uh, the mummies also known as. The Gibdos. Gibdos. I never remember that one. <laughs> it's, well, it is a kind of a weird name. Yeah, first room, a bunch of mummies, man. And, you know, you I, I guess you, you could hopefully have the white sword by now if you've gotten that heart and, you know, since we beat the first first dungeon. But even so, it's like these guys take a lot of hits early. You know, for this early on in your adventure, it's like they are <laughs> not pulling any punches. No. I do want to say, though, that um, I always thought that the, the Gibdos... Mm -hmm. They were never that menacing looking. 
No, and they're not that fast. It's just they're, you know, they they're tough, man. They take a lot of hits with the, you know, especially the wooden sword. Yeah, oh, a ton. Luckily they're nice and slow though. Yeah, so they're, you know, it's it's doable. There's nothing and they haven't upgraded them in any scary ways for the second quest. And this uh this dungeon is in the shape of a big A. Yeah, I guess it is. Right? Nick's not lying. <laughs> I was like, I thought I'd know my letters, or at least the first one. <laughs> That's true. You know, and this isn't a, I don't think there's any scary evil bubbles in here to worry about necessarily. No, you, smooth sailing on that end of things. Uh, the big uh, twist, if you want to throw it in this level, is that you have to use bombs to get through a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And there is at least one secret passage. Yeah, and something that I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but you know, you, we, you can walk through these walls, but this is the introduction of the one way secret door, too, where if you go through, you're not getting back. Like it's uh, kind of frustrating if you're, if you're not ready for it. Uh, correct, because the, what you're talking about is later on in this dungeon, you're going to have to fight some uh, blobs, some bats. Paul's voice pops up. Yes, and that is, you know, this is, we'll see a few more of them in some dungeons before we even can get the bow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they are very hard to kill. Probably not worth it unless you have to to get a key or, or something, you know? Yeah, hence, uh, you know, this is, uh, early on I started realizing, I'm like, keys are worth a lot more in this this version of the uh, the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't but know. like you said earlier, to get to the item of this level, which is, the flute mm-hmm. who'd have thought flute second second one yeah yeah you know to get that flute you do have to use a series of secret passages and the secret passage room does have a one-way exit that can throw you almost back to the beginning of the map yes it's cruel it is very cruel um and then it also introduces uh another fun mechanic of a mini boss mm-hmm. you can see lots of mini bosses here but b is not a straight path to the actual boss in triforce once you have the map and the compass you may think oh i know where the boss is but there's actually no way to get there on your standard route you actually have to go the opposite direction to the bottom of the map and then find a secret path yeah to the top of the map where the boss lies yeah getting getting complicated dungeon design already and what is the boss of this one well we are fighting a two-headed gliok Yes, the superior dragon of the Zelda one. <laughs> Definitely. And, and you know, even though it's only got two heads, it could still be kind of tough if you, you know, probably haven't powered up a whole lot. You know, if you got the blue ring, maybe a white sword, you, you'd probably be all right. But you, you could have a rough time if you're just coming in here unprepared. I still think that the Gliok looks great, no matter what. It definitely does, especially <laughs> for a sprite from 1986, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You know, standard strategies for this dragon where you just, I've always just been kind of willing to park myself to the right of it. I was going to say, you have outside. That's where I go. Just get up there and start slashing away. Um, If you've gone all the way out of your way to grab that map, or not the map, the letter, I'm sorry. mm, Yeah. You know, this is one of those great times. uh, Save that potion. Oh, yeah. You can be right up on the side of uh, Gliok, shoot off from the far right, and never take a hit. Blast away. Yeah, I I can tell you I did not have that potion (laughs) yet. On my playthrough i can't remember if i had it here or the second one but i had started having them pretty early yeah but you know cut this dragon's two heads off and slay it get your heart container and your second piece of the triforce and then you are shunted out outside to the world map and you must find your way to level three yeah which is interesting and you know now so we do have the recorder or the, the yeah. flute i'm sorry and you can use it 
you know, you can do its warp, but it still warps you to the screens that right from where the dungeon entrances were in the first quest. So it's kind of strange in that way. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, you can now pick up an extra heart container in the desert. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, there's at least one other place where there's maybe some money. Yeah, I know there's and yeah. a couple shops that are hidden that are only accessible with that recorder. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you want to pick that up. In fact, that heart is kind of on the way because we'll be heading it to is. level three, which is in the spot that level two was uh, in the first quest. This is in the far over to the east of in the kind of the green forest. Yes. The big forest, as I always taught, said as a kid. Sure. Yeah. There's a big forest and you can get in there where where the old dungeon entrance was. There's now a mysterious lake where fairies don't live. Mm. And what could you do to empty this lake? Mm, you know, it's on only the sweet song of a solo flute, a flautist, maybe some jazz flute like Ron Burgundy. Or maybe you're into Lizzo. Maybe Lizzo's oh. out there with that flute. Crystal flute. Yes. Watch out. Don't make them mad. But yes, uh, you play that flute, the sw the swamp, the lake drains, you enter a very blue dungeon. Yes, Dabodida. And this is a nice little dungeon, kind of, because it's just shaped like a an L, a capital L with a little... It's a crazy <laughs> short dungeon. But you may you may have to leave and re-enter it, as I did. Mm, oh, yes, because this dungeon requires the meat. It's got a grumble grumble guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't have to use it or go through there because I, I believe that's just where you can get the magical boomerang. But who doesn't want that magical boomerang? I don't know. Some kind of crazy person. You are correct. Now, you can, like you said, just go straight to the boss after the first room. The first room, instead of going up, you go to the right, you fight some uh, Dodongos. Yeah, which is interesting. Also, OK, so I know we talked about this in the our previous episode, I believe, where you can, you know, you feed a Dodongo a bomb, it blows up, you do that three times and it's dead. But mm -hmm. there's also the, you know, you can not feed it, but you hit it with the smoke and it'll stun it and then you can stab it. But uh, I was watching a video and I picked up this interesting tip where now that we have the whistle, you know, you can lay a bomb. And, and this doesn't just apply here anytime you're kind of, mainly for bosses or mini bosses. But if you lay the bomb and then blow the whistle, right? The timer, like the fuse on the bomb doesn't stop going down. So it's like you can lay the bomb and then when you play the whistle, it'll freeze all yourself and all the enemies. Huh. So that as soon as, you know, they start up again after the whistle song is completed, the bomb will just explode. So it can kind of help you to aim in general. Nice. Yeah, it makes some things a little easier. How many sword hits does it take to kill a stunned Dodongo? Just one, if you do it right. And they always drop a bomb. So like. Oh, wow. It's uh, that I feel like I've been doing it wrong my whole life. I, I definitely was. It wasn't, you know, that was a recent development. I learned, I think when we were playing through I, by recent, I mean, what, five or six years ago. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I pulled out the, the old book, my notes there so I could check my scores. So <laughs> it was a while. I can tell you that. Uh, now, as we said, you know, you can go through, beat those dongos right away. And this is the first instance of, hey, here's your heart container. Yeah. Go through the door to the next room. What's not there? There's nothing there. <laughs> no Triforce, that's for sure. No, you got to find the way to the Triforce. In fact, it is to the south of this room. We'll find a... It's you know, And this is how they trick you, where you have one of these rooms where there's a bunch of wall masters and blocks kind of forming a single tile thick path around the edges in three directions. So mm -hmm. you could have come in here killed all these guys and then the compass would appear and you'd be like okay great uh, that's what's in here 
But no, yeah, <laughs> there's no. actually a secret passage that you have to use to go to a tiny little section. You know, it's a two room kind of independent of the rest of the dungeon, just these two rooms floating off in darkness. And you got to kill some red gorillas to open the door to the north to the Triforce. Yeah. Who to thunk it? Yeah, pretty crazy. Well, you better think it because it's <laughs> going to be happening a lot. Yeah, they're, they're definitely now, playing with our expectations in here. Uh, if you did manage to take the northern path, that's how you find the grumble grumble behind him is the super boomerang. But mm -hmm. also on that path is the new upgraded snakes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Deadly ones. And, you know, there's a room with what five blue gorillas in there, too. And they're, you know, they're pretty tough, uh, especially this early. Well, they have the map, though, which can be your special clue to be like, oh, wait, there's two rooms way off yeah to the far west that blue gorilla room too is also one of the first times where they like to do this and they're like oh here's some hard enemies for you p.s each corner has a mm -hmm. statue in it that shoots fireballs at you yeah. so don't ever think you're standing still no no and you know this isn't something we would have seen this early in the first quest so tough stuff Not hopefully you do have the magic shield mm, yeah and that only protects you from the front yeah yeah so <laughs> be careful well once you do actually find the Triforce and leave the dungeon back at the world map. Not a lot more to do between now and your next dungeon. Not really. Yeah, the boomerang. We didn't get any items that improved our access, so to speak. So that boom, but having the long boomerang is great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and of course, our next, our next dungeon, level four, is in an interesting location where mm -hmm. it's just to the south of where level five was. You know, it's in the basically the Lost Hills screen itself. Yeah, it is in the Lost Hills. So uh, you do have to push a, a block to open it. So you hopefully, I mean, well, you've got to have that power bracelet by now. And if you've got that power bracelet, you might as well make the extra little jaunt and go get the uh, letter for the old lady. Yeah, for well, yes, absolutely. I know I, I still didn't. I don't know if I got it before level four or after. It's It was right around here because level four, is huge and they really yeah. <laughs> they, they really if you thought you, you. <laughs> if you thought you had it easy on level three you did and they were just buttering you up that's so right you could slide right down the chute into the the jaws of level four now one thing to note before you go into level four and if you have to leave level four is that just to the north of your of your place in the lost hills where the former uh level would be mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is a fairy fountain yeah it's very useful it is. I used it a minimum of uh, two times, possibly three. Absolutely. You're going you're to need it. This is a tough level because it is, you know, it's green, reminiscent uh, kind of of level five in our previous or in the first quest. But, you know, or right away, you're going to encounter bubbles, red bubbles, blue bubbles. And, and I don't know if we mentioned this before, but there are also the original bubbles. They're around, too. Like they didn't get rid of those. <laughs> no. And uh, you're going to this is where you're going to have rooms full of just red bubbles. Yeah. Keep away. <laughs> and also, uh, if you go north, you're introduced to a new friend and sub boss. Oh, yeah. Dig Dogger. And if you don't remember, you got to use the flute to break this guy up. Yeah. So we wouldn't be getting through here without it, even if we had somehow wandered, blundered our way through. However, this is another little trick I picked up with that bombing timer where you can because you blow the whistle to separate this into its what like three or four smaller mm -hmm. eyeball things but you know so you could lay a bomb and then blow the 
the whistle. So that as soon as it appears, they all get bombed. But I, I also I saw an interesting thing too. Those little head, the little versions that are moving around, you can stun those with a boomerang. I know. I did not know that. I was like, oh wow, because I know that because this one's so early in the level that I still had my uh, super sword. Oh sure. So I still had the sword beam, so I could boomerang from across the room and beam them. Nice. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm not going to keep saying it forever, but you're going to hear it a few more times. <laughs> this is all made harder by the addition of two fireball statues. They're right in the middle of the room, so you got to you got to be careful. You do. Now, another thing that makes this um, dungeon so unique or not unique, but unique to the second quest is this is where they start throwing multiple items at you. Yeah, yeah. Real early on. Well, I mean, I guess halfway. It's not the early. Well, it's uh, this one, it's particularly devious because, you know, you're wandering around this. This is, a, like we said, a large dungeon full of both colors of dark nuts, bubbles. There's poles, voices, lots of things that are no fun to deal with. And uh, lots of locked doors. Yeah, you're going to go through some keys here. You may need to go out and buy some. I, f- I, don't- I, I did. I, this was one of the ones where I did not have enough keys. I believe it. Yeah. There's like a key in here later in the dungeon. It's like a, I hate to say it's the only way I can describe it as an FU key <laughs> where I'm pretty sure there's no way to get this key until you come back to the dungeon with a later item. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's, it's across the chasm that you can only cross with a ladder. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I know. What jerks. I, they are messing with us, messing with our heads. There is a shop, you know, if you, although actually I don't think you can get there once you've got <laughs> entered the dungeon, but the, there is a shop to buy keys to the, northeast but you can only exit mm. that screen to the west so uh so speaking of shops there is a very useful kind of shop upgrade here in level four yeah yeah it's true and there's an old man who would who he'd bet you'd like to have more bombs and his bet is correct yeah i mean if you have a hundred gold to spare or i'm sorry a hundred rupees to spare uh it's definitely worth it i don't i don't see how you, you can't make it through this game without at least eight bombs well you start with eight I'm sorry, 12. 12 bombs. So, but, yes. I mean, I, I guess if you knew that uh, Dodongo super trick, maybe, but. Yeah, but I mean, they, you know, there's four of them in this r- dungeon alone. Like, they're really throwing Dodongos at you <laughs> throughout this quest. So, they're, you know, they're, it's definitely worth it. Um, so, you, you definitely want to get that. However, you want to have some other coins with you, I hope, because this is the first time we're going to meet um, a mean old man in in the dungeon where you go into a room and he says leave your life or money and you must pay him either 50 rupees or a heart container and by the way the the, the worst part is that is what you said there the first time you meet this man yeah he'll be back it sucks sadly yeah and so you I, really need 150 before you go in this, this yes definitely so scrape whatever barrel you have to get coins because I don't know if it was here or later, but I definitely did go through a dungeon and I was like, well, crap, I have to pay the heart container. I lost one, but it's permanent. Oh, I, I really, I, I was, I would, I was about, I left the dungeon if I didn't have the money. I was like, nope, not doing it. There was one. I can't remember where I, I, I know where you're talking about where you're stuck in a loop. I think later on, I, I couldn't remember. It was, I don't know. I was just like, ah, screw it. But I, I also kind of felt trapped. I don't think that you're fully trapped. No. But um, well, and here's the funny part. It, it does feature an area that does pop up here in this dungeon. You'll see a couple times, which is a room that has four entrances or exits into it and one movable block in the middle. Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting little conundrum because you can move that block and you'll have access to the two side routes, but not to the one across from you. Yeah. 
So they often use this kind of room to like force you in and around a bunch of rooms you did not intend to go into. Definitely. And you know, that uh, money or your life room too has a shutter door that, you know, you've got to pay the money or the heart to open it. You know, that's a underground passage that will take you to like the boss and Triforce room. Yes. Now there's also the raft here in the dungeon. Yeah. So we probably would have found, where is, yeah, there's, a passage that you know you can find to get the magic book it's not that's too... pretty easy and early on yeah so and that my friend it's tricky in two ways because one you're like oh man this book and i don't even have the wand yet and spoilers yeah. it's in like dungeon seven or eight so you're not going to have it forever so it feels like wow those jerks indeed but you go through um you'll encounter a boss which is just another dig dogger however it's got four statues guarding it <laughs> yes and then you beat him, you get your heart container, and here it is. Another part, another super jerky trick where you can go through. Hey, there's the Triforce. You grab it, and you could have moved on. But if you were a little more intrepid of an explorer, you would notice that there is a secret passage to the north. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and <laughs> that is the path to get that uh, raft, which you have to have. Yeah, oh, and it's, it's so devilish here, too, because this little path, it does contain... One of the worst rooms yet, where it's four dark nuts and two poles voice in one of these rooms that's just a mess of blocks. You barely have any room to maneuver. Oh, I, I remember this room so well because I spent a lot of time in that doorway. Sure, like ducking out trying to get them. Like it's a tough little area yeah. too. I mean, that's all I did here was just huh, one hit back in. Oh, they turn around, one hit back in. And this room, you know, you can head to the left. It's a one way entrance. And then you're in a room with six dark blue dark nuts. And that's where you get the map. So you couldn't even have had the map yet to have put this together. You know what I mean? To figure yeah. out that, oh, there's a, a whole little wing of this dungeon beyond the Triforce. It really is a dirty, dastardly trick. Now, I do think you can get the map earlier if you're very uh, resourceful. There is a way to bomb a path oh, yes. kind of to it, but it is not uh, intuitive at all. That's true. That's true. So hopefully you did pick that up, but you know, otherwise it's like, I don't know. They'll get you. Now, one thing we didn't uh, point out that especially here, starting at level four, many rooms start out dark now. Oh, sure. You, you better have a candle and you have to like walk in, use the candle, pause, switch item. Like that is like step one for so many of these rooms that have like lava in them or a weird path or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But hopefully you found yourself the raft and the book, which useless at this point, but good to have. Yeah. Yeah. You get the Triforce, you get out of there and now you have to find level five. That's right. And as we were talking, I a hundred percent sure that if not before level four, at least during it, I left and got that medicine. So yeah. Now I literally left that dungeon at least two to three times and healed at that fairy fountain. Mm, yeah, yeah. Worth it. Worth it's, it. Because, you know, here's the thing. You leave a dungeon. Yes, a lot of the enemies will return, but the the mini bosses usually will not. Yeah, I think locked or you know, any doors you've opened will stay open, right? Your key yeah. doors. Yeah. So, you know, while it's still going to be harder, for the most part, you can run through areas you've already opened up and, and whatnot. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, I've got the raft. Where can I go with it? Well, the answer is two places. That's right. <laughs> uh, there is still that little, uh, I guess, dock in air quotes mm -hmm. on the far right, which really looks like cellar doors to me and always has. Sure, sure. And, you know, it takes us to the, the same place as first quest. You can get your medicine or heart. 
Yeah, so pick up that extra heart container and then go to the only other place that has that dock. Yeah, the previous home of level four, but it's now level five. Yes, it is. Level four, pretty intense. I'm sure they'll take it easy on us here with level five. <laughs> well, it is it's not as uh, large as level four. This is in the shape of a Z, so it's a little smaller, you know, and it may may lure you into a false sense of security in the first couple room, you know, you'll fight some blobs. All right, not too bad. I do want to say a lovely gold hue to the level. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, the, the very next room, you're like, uh-oh, like-likes, you know, and we've got a lot of corner traps in this room, but it's once you finally start to encounter the rooms full of orange and blue whiz robes and bubbles they're always together almost they're, they're you never get just whiz robes it's horrible it, it really is horrible starting with that first one it is so rough because blue whiz robes can move into the door frame now there is like a four pixel chunk you can move behind where they can't access you and i'll tell you what i'm a master at finding that four pixel chunk now <laughs> you've got to be man uh, you do, because the Wizrobes are flitting around. You know, they can hit you when they're moving. They can shoot a thing at you. But more importantly, those stupid, stupid little fuzzballs. You know, it's bad enough that they can take your sword away. But the fact that they stun you and bump you out of your path, that's mm -hmm. the real key problem. Well, And, you know, there are no rooms where there's just blue bubbles, you know, the, in our previous dungeons, we've usually, there's at least one, you know, where it's like, oh, this room's full of bubbles that are red, but there's a blue one nearby. Nope, they're always mixed. So you're always going to have to deal, even if you kill all the whiz robes, it's like, well, I got to get in here, hit the blue bubble, and then get out without getting hit by a red one again. No fun. <laughs> Easier said than done. Absolutely. And this level does uh, another kind of dirty trick pretty close to the entrance. There's a stairway down in a room full of whiz robes and bubbles. And mm-hmm. You, you can take that and that'll kind of warp you up to another horrible room full of whiz robes. And, <laughs> oh, uh, this room is horrible because it's one of those spiral designed uh, rooms where there's mm -hmm. only one path around it. And it is, I mean, it's literally impossible to not get hit by one of these whiz robes. Yeah, there's one little patch where it's like a three by three tile kind of open area where mm -hmm. you can sort of try to dodge them but you know and they're just teleporting and zip zapping through here like it's nobody's business i hated this room so much it sucks and you kill them all you push a block to open the shutter door and this is another dirty trick where you come into a room with a goma yeah well just whip your bow out uh, but you don't have the bow because you have <laughs> that's to right <laughs> you have to go south through a room full of only red bubbles uh-huh to the passage uh -huh. to get the bow so now you can at least fight the Goma if you bought an arrow already. Hey, guess who did not? <laughs> this guy right here. Ugh. So you can you get out of the here then? You can if you just kill yourself. Oh, okay. That's how I did it. I was like, ah, just let them take me. Take me. Yeah, because the, the door to the, you know, the passage we came originally through here would is a shutter door, so it would be shut, right? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, when I left, I went and bought an arrow and then also made sure I... Um, had enough money to buy myself a potion yeah absolutely you're, you're gonna because i knew i was gonna be hurting by the time i got to that boss for sure definitely and then you know and that was just a little side jaunt you know <laughs> yeah through a passage very close to the entrance and then you can battle your way through the you know it's mostly kind of linear you know paths of lots of whiz robes there's a manhandler you have to fight and yeah and here's that <laughs> Here's that room with the key you cannot get without the ladder is in this dungeon. Yeah. 
but you don't have the ladder yet. In fact, that itself may be a dirty trick because you may think, based on your experiences in previous dungeons, be like, there's got to be another treasure here. There's got to be that ladder. It's like, no, don't don't waste your time or bombs trying to find something that's not there. Uh, this level also has one of my other most hated rooms, which is, of course, a multi-wiz robe room. Mm-hmm. But it also has the corner catchers in it. Yeah, the traps. So... Yeah, that yeah. really screws you if you're going for the doorway tactics of ducking in and out, you know. It does. It does a lot. It's my main tactic here. <laughs> they know what they're doing when they made this. These evil people. So you finally make your way through the dungeon. You're getting close. You know the boss is up ahead. You go through the door, and what is in there? Why, it's our old friend, Three-Headed Dragon. That's right. Gleok's back with another head. And, hot tip, chug that potion, get your super sword, and start shooting from the side, take that mm-hmm. first hit, then you just run in there and take it all slash away can't hurt you enough to kill you now you do have to be a little more careful with the multi-headed ones because once you've killed a gliok head mm. it's loose yeah it turn kind of i always imagined it being on fire and it floats around and tries to get you yeah not too bad when there's only two but when you've killed uh with a three-headed one there's more out there to get you yeah it's, uh, uh... you kill it you get your heart container and thank goodness next room triforce waiting for you no shenanigans no shenanigans now, once again, you didn't get much out of that dungeon. You just got your bow. If you're like me, you had to go buy the arrows, so there's nothing else to do right now. Maybe restock up on potion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now you have to figure out where in the world is level six. Yeah, so level six is interesting because it is, it's in the graveyard. Yeah, so just go in there and start pushing over tombstones, right? No, you have to use the 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 flute to reveal. <laughs> and this is the point in the game at which I realized the flute was used to find other secrets as well. Yeah, it's tricky because you really do have to, you know, enter it into your kind of list of like, okay, I came to a new room. Here, here are the things you want to do. Push stuff, bomb certain areas, try to burn things. And now it's like, well, the flute's in there too. You just got to do it everywhere because who knows? Yeah, I was going nuts. I was like, I pushed on everything here. I don't get it. Like, why is it not opening? Well, and then <laughs> I, I fluted, it popped open, and then I realized, oh, those other places on the map earlier I couldn't make appear? I bet those are flute places. It was you, flute. It was you, flute, all along. Now, if you haven't been over here, there is a heart container in the uh, patch above you. Yeah, which that one you actually do push the grave. I think this is the lone, this is the only one yeah. you can get without any items at the beginning. So, And if you we know, haven't... That alone is... It's, it's a, Hell of a trek over here to get it, you know, especially at the beginning when you need it the most because you're not you're not taking the shortcut and you're not uh, there. You don't have the ladder yet. So you have to go the long way through the forest, through the Lionels, the Lost Woods. It's, it's tough. Yeah, but it's a good early trek because you can hit that. You can get the power bracelet. You can get the old mm-hmm. lady's letter. And if we haven't mentioned it uh, this time around, the graveyard is the place to farm money if you can get over there easily sure if you want to do the old trick where you you can spawn up to like eight of those ghosts and then kill the original one to make them all vanish at once they usually drop a decent amount of money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and enough hearts to heal you back from the stupid hits you've taken trying to summon a million ghosts and i'd like to say too that you know the location of the first quest level six is still there and you can go in and it's just a friendly fellow who gives you 30 rupees so that's nice Indeed. Now, the actual level six here in the graveyard is another golden, fancy uh, dungeon. Mm -hmm. I I can't tell you what this... (laughs) This is the weirdest shaped dungeon 
of them all, I think, because it doesn't appear to be anything. It's not a letter or it's just kind of no, a it's, weird blob. It's just there to fit around the other dungeons in the yeah. memory. Yes, yes. And what a blast this dungeon is. It is chock full of whiz robes of both colors, like likes, mm, and of course, those bubbles. like likes. And the bubbles here, uh, just like always, always mixed, never any blue on their own. Mm-hmm. I have to take take that back. There is one room with blue uh, bubbles later on in the dungeon. But to balance it out, there's also a room with just red. Oh, jerks. Yes, they are. And to make things even jerkier, there's like they've really figured out ways to mess with you and the whiz robes. <laughs> it's like there's all those rooms that have, you know, separations where you have to have the ladder to get across. Mm-hmm. And it's in here. You can find that ladder pretty quickly. It's up and to the left. But the thing about the ladder is it's not like super movable so if you leave an edge and you don't have an exact path across it then you're just stuck on that that edge yeah you have to go back the way you came and while that does help you out sometimes wizards can still pass through you on yeah, your ladder i mean so. the ladder is a big help against say dark nuts or you know even putting yourself out of reach of a like like but the wizards it's almost a liability because you can only move back the way you came most of the time and they are they are free as a bird they are but so, you you know, finding and getting the ladder is step one. And there's some truly devious rooms where, for example, there's a, a classic room we've seen in the past where it's got kind of an island in the middle. And then there's some, you know, red water, lava or blood, whatever you want it to be. And by a the way, little river around. But, you know, you have a single tile path around the whole room, mm-hmm. but it's guarded by like likes. And there's traps out there like there's no way mm-hmm. to get past them without getting hits. And uh, a good half of these rooms are also dark when you enter them. Oh, sure. Yeah. So we're candling, you know, like a candle in the wind. Uh, the room with the where you do find the ladder, uh, the secret passage to take you there is uh, Trixie, too, where it's one of those rooms with like six traps and you've got the the little blocks in in the center kind of that you so you got to come in and push one of these blocks but the traps are zigzagging you know it's uh, and the passage itself appears beneath a trap it's Mm. it's a horrible thing well that's also one of the rooms where if you enter the room you're blocked so you're definitely going to hit by a trap unless you run backwards (laughs) right away yeah you gotta like <laughs> make make the traps come after you, duck back, then come out, and then run right behind one to get out of the path before they come again. It's luckily my extreme cowardice at this point had paid off to where I was like, every room I enter, I'm like back to the door frame. Never never stay in the room long enough for anything to get you. You're the door man. For sure. If you make your way through this gauntlet of whiz robes and there's some bats in here. They got uh, it you all. will eventually, eventually make your way to well what you think might be the end of the level but instead it's kind of like a weird boss rush yeah you go through a a secret passage that then you know you you go through a a key door and then oh no there's a a a two-headed gliok again yes and then you go through his you kill it to open a door and then you come into a horrible room with five red bubbles no blue Mm -hmm. bubbles in sight the only ones are far far back in the dungeon yes if you get hit by one of these red bubbles you must backtrack a minimum of four rooms it sucks. So don't do it, but <laughs> but you must then take a little secret passage that kind of... Oh, you know what? That's a lie. No, it is four rooms. Sorry, I, I thought there was a, a, a little pa- secret path you could take, but it was a joke. It's just a, a trick. One of the oh, sure, tricks yeah. of the level. Yeah, that trick you, man. And so this uh, secret passage will drop you off in a room with a, a manhandler in there. Now, right I don't think we talked about the manhandler 
uh, yet, really. To oh, be honest, you, you yeah. keep saying the name, which you know I'm trying not to laugh, but it is yeah. a funny name. <laughs> it is, uh, but it is a less funny mini boss. Well, it's yeah, it's this strange creature where it's. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It just has four mouths, one facing each direction. And I don't know why. As a, For some reason, I've always thought of them as like plant mouths, like Audrey too. They do look like piranha plants. They're a different color. You know what I mean? But they do have mm-hmm. a very similar kind of uh, appearance. But And of course, you know, they can be defeated by stabbing the heads. Or you, if you're lucky, you know, bombs are kind of always been my preferred way. because Yeah, because you can take out more than one at a time. If you're lucky, you can take out all four. And what makes them dangerous, though, is that they do shoot fireballs, mm-hmm. and each time a head is destroyed, it gets faster. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty devious. Mm-hmm. Now, I think technically you don't have to fight this one. You know, I think you're right. Yeah, you might be able to just duck through the door to the true well, boss. Well, the door's not open yet. You have to push the block to open it. Okay. So if you don't want to fight it and you can just you can manage to get over to that block and move it, you can you can get through there. And you should do so because in the next room is a boss. It's a goma again. Mm-hmm. And a goma is a spider, giant spider. And yeah, it's- we had encountered them before in the last dungeon, but this time we should definitely have our bow and arrow. Yes. Now you can't just shoot willy nilly because you can only shoot the arrow into its open eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No problem. That makes this uh, enemy usually a fairly easy boss fight. And yeah, they're usually not bad. <laughs> because this time, wait, what's in those corners? Could it be? Is it four statues shooting fireballs once again? You know it, baby. So you got to shoot arrows and dodge fireballs. I found this to be really annoying. Yeah, it's it's one of those bosses where you're just trying to get it done as fast as possible. I was never too worried about dying. You know, I, I'd rather fight this guy with all the turrets than half of these rooms in this dungeon with whiz robes and bubbles. But I'm with you. It just took me forever because yeah. since my number one focus was on not being killed by the fireballs, mm-hmm. finding the timing right to hit that eyeball was just, yeah. just took forever, man. Yep. But, you know, you can get that timing down. Grab your heart container. Mm-hmm. And Triforce. Yes, it's there. It's in the next room. Yay. What uh, pragmatic and wonderful Triforce gods. (laughs) Now, in that level, you did pick up the ladder. That's right. So there is a few things you can do once you leave this dungeon. Well, there's definitely that heart container that classically that we know uh, way over on the east. In the east uh, coast. Yeah, the coast. It's maybe taunted you before. And now anytime you want to cross to the left side of the map, it's much easier. You can just shortcut over the little river at the top. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think now we might, right? We have enough to uh, hearts, or if we can get all of the hidden hearts. Yep, you should be able to make your way up to the very top and pick up the magic sword. Yeah, which is, you know, there's that kind of steps or ladder you know right across the river that you would always take you know it takes you straight up to the top row and you can head right or left and here to the left will take you near uh the final dungeon and where you get your letter for the old lady to get the medicine but here if we head right there's a arrow made of of rocks that you have to push one to reveal the secret secret door and you will give you magical sword and you want it and once you have that magical sword there's no better place to use it than level seven yeah, which is, is an interesting kind of little tricky little uh, entrance here. The here level seven is in the the big woods, as I call it, the big woods, the green woods. So if you recall, there was that, you know, level eight in the first quest was in that, you know, it was like you burned this one tree 
mm-hmm. the center of a path. And this is very close to that area, but it's a little trickier because, you know, it is a tree that you have to burn, but you, you know, you can't do it. It's along a divided screen kind of to where you have to come at it from the east and shoot We're- your flame through another tree to burn this one. Yeah, you cannot enter it from where you burnt it. Yeah, and then you got to loop back around to actually get to it because it's it's too tight to to burn it from the side you enter from. Well, it's a good thing though because looping back around is the theme <laughs> of the very next level, level seven. It is a gray and and uh, you know kind of bland looking dungeon, and it is a giant spiral. That's right. This is a. You know, and spoilers, level eight, too, are are kind of like, they're like two spirals that fit together. But this is a pretty tough dungeon because it's kind of, you you know, you don't know where to go. (laughs) Yeah, you just got to start, you know, you start off, you can head left or right to the left is a room pretty easy. You can get the compass and there's a little passage there. Mm -hmm. There's the compass, there's the passage, which and the passage takes you to this area where it's like each time you come to this area, the further down you go and you access it from a different passage, the more it's unlocked. Mm -hmm. If you just enter it from the very beginning passage, the second one, maybe even the third one, you can't really get anywhere. Yeah, that's right. It it just drops you off. Um, And you know, heads up, guys, because this little area at the center of the kind of uh, spiral... (laughs) Real talk, folks. Yeah, let's let's get real. I'm I'm not joking around anymore. There are two of these... Old bastards with the leave your money or life. Now, granted, they are only uh, 50 apiece. Yeah. But if you don't have that 50, it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. Like, I I know. <laughs> I'm I, I'm pretty sure this is where I dropped a heart container because it's just like, God, I got to get out of here. And more, I, well, you know, it's like, no way. I'm just screw it. Take my heart. I don't care. <laughs> I already got the you already got the magic sword. What what you can't take that away. Right. That's right. Um now, we did fail to mention uh, that this level, we have now traded the Wizrobes for mm-hmm. Dark Nuts. So many Dark Nuts, so many blue ones. You might be relieved at first to be like, wow, I sure am glad. But in a you way, you can be, but... I, I was. I mean, at least you can bomb these guys and stuff, but there are some rooms with like eight of these Dark Nuts. A lot of them have, you know, statues shooting fireballs at you. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a slog, but a doable one. Yeah, the thing that the difference for me is, is that while this does take longer, I can almost always make sure I don't get hit by a dark nut. Yeah, absolutely. And whereas you the, know, the random movements of the whiz robes, crapshoot. Like I don't have to hide in the doors at this level. Yes, absolutely. And it's not as uh, riddled with bubbles. You know, there are a few, but you'll never get rid of all the bubbles. No, no. But, you know, at least here. You're not I, getting zigzagged by whiz robes while you do so. So, you know, you're going to be killing a lot of these dark nuts. But eventually you will have defeated them all and you can make it through to the boss. Yeah, because there's not a lot of tricks in this level. It's just about moving forward, finding a mini boss, uncovering the secret passage back to that center zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forgot to mention there is the red candle in here. Oh, yes, that is. That's the treasure for sure. You don't have to get it. It's not that helpful at this point in the game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's there if you want it. Yeah, um, uh, you know, so you might as well. But the we boss got... here, man, what a what a wonderful boss situation. Yeah, this is a four headed Gleok. And you know what? Just run right in there. If you've got 12 yeah. hit points, you can take like as every hit this thing gives you. It yeah. doesn't matter. Just run Who in there cares? with your magic sword and just beat the crap out of it. It will feel so good after running away from a thousand dark nuts <laughs> in this level. Well, that's the uh, a big kind of trait of the second quest, too, is that the bosses are not harder. At least the dungeons are always the toughest part, you know? Yeah, the boss felt like dessert. 
You're just like, all right, finally, something I know how to deal with and I can do it and just kill something and get get on with my life. (laughs) And as an added bonus, Triforce, right behind. Yeah, no funky stuff here. None. You leave the level, level eight's ahead of you. Not really much you can do with that uh, new candle unless you really want to go wild trying to find any, any burnable spots. Yeah, any places to lose money. Because there are a lot of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so now the search for level eight begins. And to be honest with you, I don't know how the hell you would find this without looking. I know I I didn't. Um, uh, I'm not going to lie. I had trouble finding it with a map. I kind of remembered this because, um, you know, I had the Nintendo power as a kid. And I, I remember seeing this place on the map like, geez, like what a jerk place to put a dungeon. And it is because it's up in the mountains, uh, kind of south of the waterfall. If you follow, there's a little mm-hmm. kind of river that goes alongside the the mountain you got to stand on your ladder and bomb a hole in this mountain at one just kind of random non-distinguished spot you know i wasted a lot of bombs trying to find that non-distinguished spot i I, man yeah it's it's quite and there there are falling rocks here yeah and azoras in the water and (laughs) uh, at this point you should be murdering every zora you see oh sure yeah you make your way into this dastardly placed dungeon (laughs) and you are now in level eight it's very green and thankfully pretty linear yeah kind of in a similar fashion to the previous dungeon where you're you know you're moving along a path where you've got a and there it's riddled with secret passages so you're kind of jumping back and forth between these different segments of this spiral yeah but the 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 path where it takes you to if you're smart if you know what you're doing very early on you can get the items of the level yeah yeah and there's two this time That's one right. of which kind of angered me with the well, wand, no, in a way they right? both did <laughs> yeah because now you finally get that wand yeah at the very end it sucks <laughs> and it bypasses the first one feature because you have the book so now you shoot a beam that not only uh goes through smaller enemies but when it hits bigger enemies it catches on fire yeah it became my preferred way of lighting a room up absolutely but also after just grinding for another hundred coins i found the magic key yeah you can get the key which is great it will allow you to open it all the doors you want it never runs out yep it's classic and we should mention that this is another <laughs> another dungeon that has a grumble grumble gorilla you have to feed the meat here mm-hmm. and there Plus, is a, a second place you can get even more bombs it costs 100 now which you might want because this this I level didn't... is rotten with dodongos not just the dongos, but it's just like a greatest hits of annoying enemies that aren't whiz robes. Yeah, I mean, you, there's Maldorms here. There's an Aquamentus, Dig Dogger, two Dig Doggers, you know, what, three rooms with the dongos? It's crazy. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. and while there are bubbles, the lack of whiz robes or dark nuts is a welcome change. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. That's even the boss of the dungeon, really, or technically. It's just three more dongos. Like, so there's four rooms with them. Yeah, and once you get to the boss area, it is really weird because you're like, okay, let's let's find a boss. Well, first up, what do you got? Dinky Dragon? Okay, yeah. I guess that's not the boss. Aquamentus, yeah. <laughs> Follow through. Boomerang guys? Okay. Well, they got to bomb your way through there, not the boss. You get through there, three Dodongos with fireballs in the corners? Well, this can't be the boss. Oh, it <laughs> is. It is. Yeah. It's the boss. That's it. Get your heart container. Next room's Triforce. You're done. Get out of there. It's finally complete. The Triforce. Which, you know, I've beaten this game so many times, but I'm always often like, oh, yeah, I already have the Triforce done. Like so many (laughs) other games, you finish the game with getting the final Triforce piece. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
But you've got it. There's only one place to go now. That's right. The final dungeon, level nine. And luckily, level nine is very easy to get to. It's right next to the opening of the game. You can just walk right in. <laughs> oh, wait, no. It is in the farthest corner <laughs> possible. Yeah. The top left. It's even farther away than the where the letter is, or even Spectacle Rock, where level nine was in the previous uh, edition. It's a long walk up there. It full is. of Lionels. No fun. Not at all. Fortunately, it is close. There's a couple shops up here where you can get uh, medicine or even mm-hmm. magic shield if it were to be eaten. eaten. Yeah. And then you're in to, well, level nine. And I think that this level nine is a little easier to navigate than the level nine of the first quest. Yeah, it doesn't feel as confusingly like doesn't seem to have quite as many secret passages where you're jumping around yeah not at all i mean it it's there's a few don't get me wrong and you're going to need to find a couple items in here of course you want the arrow of light because it's the only way you're going to defeat ganon that's right that's right and it is also the red ring yeah the red ring like okay so this i've always looked at the map of this i think it looks like ganon's head like it's got oh, the yeah. ears at the top kind of that's just the way i always identified it so the 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 red ring is in the very top left corner so it's a it's a long journey to get there like well and not to... just that if you look at the map on you're like oh i'll just go up and get there no you won't because you <laughs> the, the only way to get up there is a very specific path of one-way doors yeah, it's, which it's very easy to get confused and take one wrong turn and you'll have to basically do the whole loop again. Yeah, definitely. It's and it's no like, you know, there's quite a few of those, uh, you know, invisible secret doors that are one way here also. Oh, yeah. So it's you, you get loose, get used to doing the loops, you know. And if you missed Wizrobes, don't worry. They were back. They're yeah. back and badder than ever. In fact, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's just leave the dark nuts out of this dungeon and where there would be a dark nut. Let's replace it with a Wizrobe right <laughs> total um, jerks also you're gonna have you know you're kind of you'd think you'd have a bigger greatest hits of many bosses but no i think there might yeah. only be one one well, type yeah there's those like land mullahs or whatever that and have we fought any land mullahs yet i don't know i don't remember seeing you know i've seen a lot of muldorms but these guys are kind of similar but faster i always thought they're like centipedes right isn't that their yeah I think we did. We fought some red ones earlier. Mm, okay, yeah. And these are and, blue ones. And then what is the little fly creature? Yeah, the uh, Patra. Patra. I don't know how to There's, pronounce it exactly. but There are two of them in here. Yeah. And they can be pretty annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when paired with, Our you guessed buddy. it, <laughs> statues. Fire shooting statues. But all in all, you can really blunder your way around this map and, and get to the end, I think, a lot easier than you could with the level nine of the first quest. Yeah, I could see that. Or And, you know, I, maybe it just, you know, it might just feel easier because of the <laughs> torment we've been through in other dungeons, but who knows? But yeah, so Ganon's room is kind of in the, the northeast corner of this map, kind of up in that ear area, basically. Mm-hmm. You will. You cannot walk there. You're going to have to f- navigate some secret passages. Just a few. But you can make it there. And and honestly, the Battle of Ganon is not too bad. You know, it's the same as it was before. Exactly the same. You've got your four fire shooting statues in the corners. You've got a floor that looks like you can only walk on part of it. But you can walk on all of it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. And Ganon uh, himself is invisible for the majority of this fight. Yeah. He's transporting around. And you have to hit him in his invisible form. Yeah, when you hit him, what, three, four times? Yes. He'll turn red, and then that's your chance to shoot him. Move in for the kill and shoot him with the silver arrow. And that's it, just once. 
Yeah, and he explodes in a pretty cool death, and door opens, and you go through to find Princess Zelda captured behind some fire. Yes, you walk up to her. Uh, she thanks you. She says, thanks, Leek. You're the hero of Hyrule, finally. Yay. Peace returns to Hyrule, and this ends the story. And so, Just this, like the first quest. Yeah, but this quest, right? So in the first quest, we had... We were going around collecting the pieces of the Triforce of Wisdom to get the Triforce of Power back, right? Is this supposed to be the Courage one? No, I don't know. Because, you know, there were three Triforces, but we only yeah. got two in the first quest. So I always kind of assumed, but I never really... They don't really indicate that necessarily, but... Uh, and then you do get a full credit, mm -hmm. which is nice. Uh, it's, of course, the weird, you know, fake credits to a degree. Oh, sure. Pseudonyms or whatever. Yeah. But I do want to point out here that what plays behind the credits is probably one of the least known tunes in the Zelda catalog. What the the, the final music? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't because get I mean, how many? As much. No, and and how many people actually beat this game? I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like this is this. It's a fun little jaunty song. It, very uh, reminiscent of Mario Two, actually. I can see that. Yeah. But I, you know, I was listening to the other day after beating it. I was like, man, that, this song is great. I love it. It, needs it to is. Come back. It is a good one. In fact, before we, you know. I'll play it for the transition to our final segment. So hopefully you'll be hearing it right now. Well, this is it, the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories. Each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. And to be honest with you, I had to go back and look at my previous review of Zelda. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what did I what did I rate these things? And uh, I wrote down my numbers first, and I wanted to see if they were in line. Luckily, mm -hmm. I'm pretty much on the board there. So I, I gave it another 4.0 as far as graphics and sound is concerned. Yeah, I think I, I meant to check my previous. I almost always do, but I've, I forgot to. So well, I apologize, commandos. But yeah, I think, I think yeah, 3.5, 4, somewhere. Like, it's an old game. The graphics aren't mind-blowing, but there's a great variety of enemies. Yeah. So. Nothing really changes for the new one. Uh, the snakes flash. Yeah, yeah. So that's about the only difference. Uh, the sound effects, though, I mean, these are classics. Everything, in, it, it, they're burnt into my brain. They're part of my life. Absolutely. And, I mean, you really only get two, three. I mean, most of the game, you're just hearing two songs over and over. But lucky for them, they're two of the best ever. So, ever. Yeah. Next up is Play Control, which I also gave a 3.5. Well, I guess not also, but I gave a 3.5, not unlike my previous review. Sure, yeah, I uh, and I agree 100%. I like being able to, you know, it, it, you got some good snappy combat, perhaps the snappiest of the entire series, you know, mm. like it's... Nothing beats this boomerang. Why? Oh, it's great. Why can't more games have a boomerang that feels as good as this? You know, the world may never know. and But, you know, you also got to say a lot, too, because it's uh, it's nice being able to choose your weapon for, or I mean, your, your item for your A button and mm -hmm. still have you know, like items that are equipped, but not chosen, you know, like the power bracelet or the ladder, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only thing they could do to improve this, they did with the Game Boy version. Oh, sure. Let you change your sword. Yeah. But otherwise, oh. I mean, that was unheard of at this point. 
you know, I would, as usual, in any overhead action game, I would trade, you know, my kingdom for a strafe button. But on a NES, I don't know. You only have two buttons. It's it's not happening. So I don't fault them for that. Same. Uh, next up is Challenge Factor. Now, this is a different, you know, I would say f- probably 4.0. See, that's what I gave the first Zelda. Yeah, well, or maybe four. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely harder. I put it at 4.5. I said I wanted to go one notch higher. Yeah. It's not impossible, though. No, no, it's just, uh, it's a different kind of challenge where... You just have to be a lot more methodical. You definitely do. And, and, uh, you know, I enjoyed the parts of it where it's like, well, you you get a a reason to kind of re-explore the overworld of Hyrule. And I love it. That's my favorite part. Mm -hmm. And then... When you get down to some of the dungeons, you know, they're messing with you and they know they know what you know and they're using it against you. But it's not it doesn't pass into truly like evil, frustrating territory. It's always just like, I, all right, you got me. It's never unfair. Yeah. Yeah. OK, maybe it's a little unfair sometimes, but it's never like oh, we're just going to kill you right now because you didn't know what was going to happen. Unfair. Yeah. 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 Agreed. And then finally, we have theme and fun. I got to go 5.0, baby. Yeah, it was no less fun than the last, uh, the original quest. And in fact, as a person who's beaten the original quest many, many times, it was really fun to go through here and just and see all the ways they were messing with you. Like, yeah, it was a wonderful surprise to beat a boss, walk through a door and there's no Triforce there and be like, what? What do I do? <laughs> what, what, what are the, I, I, I wish there was a video of my face because I'm sure it would have been amazing to look at. I was just like. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, no. But but I, I'm so pleased that it is a thing because for those of us that have played through the first quest a lot of times, this is a wonderful way to experience a game you love in a way that they know you're not expecting. Yeah, it's great. It's just more Zelda, and I love it for that. So, Nick, at the end of every show, I ask the same question, and I will continue to do so mm-hmm. until the end of time. <laughs> Should you play this game? Absolutely. It's it's great. I had an awesome time, and I think anybody who enjoyed the first one will. It's it's a little tougher, but just you know, take your time with it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And if you get a little frustrated, just imagine this is like uh, the Dark Souls of the NES. Like <laughs> you know, oh yeah, man, yeah. They, it's a little harder this time. They really want to test my my sword fighting skills. And in an yeah. age of like people being like, yeah, I want a game that's actually hard. This is it, bro. Jump yeah. on board. I uh, you know, like we've said in every other Zelda podcast. <laughs> this game has come out in every single platform Nintendo's ever made. You can, yeah, you yeah. can have it any way you want it. So there's no problem with getting access to this. Type in Zelda as your name and just jump in. Start playing the second quest. Yeah, do it. Don't slack off. You're only, you know, you're only cheating yourself if you don't play. Mm-hmm. Next week's game will be Valis 3 for the Sega Genesis slash <laughs> Mega Drive. <laughs> It's only funny because I said Master System many times before. Oh. Uh, so find a copy of that game any way you can, friends. Grab your controllers and play along. That's right. And if you want to let us know if you've ever played the second quest, uh, you know, in your experiences, we'd like to hear. It. Are there some other games with a second quest that we don't know about and you do? Share your lore with us at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of us on Twitter at Car Command, on the Facebooks at Cartridge Command. We love hearing from you all. Uh, anything you want to show us, show us, yell at us, talk to us, request a game. We're, we're here to listen. I was going to say we're here to help, but I don't know how much help we're going to be. Yeah, I mean, if we can help, we will, but I'm not promising anything. You know? <laughs> exactly. But of course, it's those fine, wonderful, 
awesome, amazing folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. They're the reason this show happens. I mean, without you all, uh, I mean, I guess we could scrape together the money to keep this show going, but you know, we're just a couple of working class guys. Uh, yeah, man. Nick more so anyone right now forced overtime. It's just it's, the season, my friend. Indeed. So uh, be patient with us. We're trying to get the shows out to you as, as quickly as we can. Uh, but you know, your support does keep us motivated, keeps us rolling, keeps our fees paid, our hosting fees, our computers, uh, equipment, anything that breaks down, we can fix that because of you guys. And because of that, we got to say thank you so very much. You know, if you don't give, consider giving a dollar. Every little bit helps. So we really do appreciate it. Absolutely. So thank you all so very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, cartridge commandos, game on. Hold on, emergency override. I think I just got butt dialed from school. Oh, sweet.